0: Welcome to BA Chats. I'm Rachel Kuntz and I'm here with my husband.
1: Yes, I'm right just over here to the left of her. (laughs) She's to my right, and I'm Kevin, and I'm the other host to BA Chats. And man, oh man, it's a beautiful day to hear the testimonies of Jesus. That's what a beautiful day it is. All
0: days are beautiful days to hear the testimony of Jesus. Thank you guys for listening to these podcasts. My goodness, listenership is through the roof.
1: Yep, just keeps growing.
0: It just keeps growing. <laughs> yeah. so we appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Please keep doing that. There are such beautiful things coming. I don't know how to communicate it to you in English. I'd yeah. have to tell you in tongues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have asked back today, yes, Chris, Chris and, and Tiffany McCure. <laughs> Baby, tell us about the first time that they were. Yeah, so, um,
1: here. so uh, yeah, a few podcasts ago, they came on and started sharing their their life, their heart, their testimonies, and we just thought oh, we could have literally gone on for like another hour and a half, or maybe two. So we decided to start having them in installments. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, so this installment, it doesn't cost you anything. It's zero point dollars <laughs> per month. <laughs> but it's gonna be really, really great to have them in again um to, to just tell the testimonies of what Jesus is doing.
0: So for a second time, welcome, Chris and yeah. Tiffany. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you very much. We're glad, glad to, to have you guys. We're so We're glad. So glad. Thank
2: you for inviting us. We oh appreciate my goodness. That.
0: And honestly, we're just going to cut you guys loose. We had so much fun last (laughs) time. Okay. And there was so much beauty to share and so just much helpful wonderfulness. I know Chris said earlier, Tiff has been hearing from the Holy Spirit some things that are just like going to turn the world upside down or right Mm. side up, we should say. Right side up. That's the (laughs) way to do it. And then he's been in Atlanta Mm -hmm. leading people to Jesus, bringing Mm. heaven to earth all over the place. So you guys just go for it. We want to hear what you got. Yeah. Mm.
2: Okay, you want to share first, or you want me to go? So
0: where to begin? I, mean, <laughs> well. I know, the Holy Spirit has so much to say. <laughs> he really does,
3: and he's been speaking all the time, but was I listening? No. <laughs> you say yeah.
0: that. He isn't. He's Good. a talker.
3: Yeah. So he's asking me to pull from my heart some really deep things. Are we ready to go deep? We are ready. Are you ready to go deep? I'm
1: ready. Oh. It's it's a deep well Go for it baby (laughs) It's a deep well
3: Okay so So I mentioned last time That Chris and I recently had a sozo And why I'm bringing that up now Is because this is what This is part of why Or how he saw me um, What I needed healing from And it went back to the age of four And so Yeah So I had carried this um, I had carried this hurt with me for for a very long time and so much so well let me just rewind a little bit and just give you the story let's just give you the the deep part and then we'll we'll go from there but Bring it, I was I was four and you know my parents both worked I was led off by neighborhood teenage boys to a part of an apartment complex where they started to do really inappropriate things and before it got really super inappropriate. And it was a very quiet hallway. It was so quiet. And I remember the stillness of the summer and just the heat. I just remember all of it. And this door creaks. And so they shoot off. They just disappear because they're completely, you know, right. They're they're scared of getting caught. And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, why is this memory coming to mind again? I'm going to have a sozo later this morning. Like, what do you want to tell me, Jesus? Actually, Jesus, where were you? Like, where were you during that? Because now I'm remembering that was the first time I felt very unsafe and very vulnerable, unprotected, out of the presence of my, my parents, just out there. And so I said, Jesus, where were you? And he said, I was the door. Oh, oh, and whoa. it just rocked me. At four? At four. Mm. No, he told me this before my soza. Right, before you started, but you right. were four years old oh, when was this four. happened. Mm. And so and so, getting wow. the Sozo, it helped me see that the enemy constantly will try to steal from you what God is waiting for you to step into. Oh, He's cool. waiting for me to step into the anointing of love. It's an anointing we all carry because we all have possessed the spirit of Jesus Christ. Mm. Right? And so from that point on, there were, you know, a spattering or like just, I was victimized. I was assaulted more than once in my lifetime. And again, that puts a deep a very deep wound in someone very deep and so you need to go through healing anyone listening I mean you need to go through healing and step by step Jesus will show you what parts to uncover to him and when and it's in his timing and why you need a healing separate from any other sin is because it's against the body the temple of God and mm. it runs much deeper than any other sin wow. it just does And so I went through healing, I obeyed his voice to go through a 12-week program that was super helpful, but at the same time, I want to make sure you know that it it was about um, fallen man more than it was about relationship with Jesus. So when he told me to go do a sozo, and I see that it's about relationship, and the healing continues on, and it's about spreading the word to the brokenhearted or the lowly who have experienced the same thing that I have, love covers the multitude of sins in so many more ways than what I ever interpreted that to mean and Chris right. had this revelation mm-hmm. recently too it's not just other it's not other people's sins it's also the sin of not bringing things to God like let his love cover it Whoa. and heal from it wow. so that's the deepness he wanted me to share mm. and just be completely upfront about it because I'm a new creation I'm not held in chains by that being my identity which mm-hmm. I was allowing that to happen for very long yeah. a very long time which is also why it wasn't receiving God's love is because the enemy will try to steal from you what God wants to bring you into.
0: Mm. Mm, that's good. If that's great, and that's what He's been ministering to you. Yeah.
3: So yeah. helpful.
0: Yeah. We want to make that available to you guys. Sozo is a it's a, an inner healing ministry. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not I'm not going to get my words right, but you can get on the Bethel website, and those are available to folks, and they're yep. super helpful. It's not yeah. counseling even. It's just walking you mm-hmm. through. You know, where does, what does Jesus want to heal in your heart? And Mm -hmm. honestly, understanding I need something healed. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Right.
0: Because that's a big deal to know. Because, you know, if we've handled something on our own, how that sounds is I'm past that. It's not a big deal. I don't care. Mm -hmm. All that kind of stuff. But it doesn't mean that anything's been healed up.
3: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: And the Lord doesn't want you to walk around with a hurt heart. My gosh, he loves us. Mm -hmm. He wants our hearts to be healthy and fleshy and good and Mm -hmm. soft and, and whole. And whole, and it's possible. It's yes. totally possible. Yeah. I
1: think so much a part of what happens in Sozo is 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 um is not so much as hey let's let's talk about the the problem or the or the sin or the infraction. Mm-hmm. It's really more about okay, number one, where is Jesus in the middle of that, mm-hmm. and number two, who are you
3: right. now
1: right. since you're a new creation? And so mm-hmm. it really kind of comes back to identity right. and how in in your identity um you go out and start um, how you change from the inside and you start you actually start. Are, are able to handle things on the outside differently. Yeah. I I, I, th- I think yeah. that's that's kind of what it what it really has meant and felt like to me when yeah. I've gone through those things too. So, um, you can go the cool two things. You can go to BethelAtlanta.com and mm-hmm. um, there's a place that's I think it's health or um or or ca- health? Bethel Health, mm-hmm. um, or I think I think there's actually even a Sozo or there's also Bethel the there's a Bethel app, Bethel Atlanta app that you can go download in iTunes or mm-hmm. even um in the um the the like, Google play store, or whatever that you can okay. download it and actually see that right there in the menu. So Thanks just wanted to make it available because you yeah. said, so I just was falling off there. Cause you what actually you were just know saying. what I'm talking about. I know what you're I talking about. Remember
0: something vague about, yeah. you know, just <laughs> want to
1: give people a little detail. Thanks yeah. yes, babe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: well, Chris, what's been happening with you in Atlanta?
2: Uh, oh, all right. Well, for, I mentioned this before, but I'm an Atlanta police officer. Yeah. I work the midnight shift. Um, so you know my, my story is similar to Tiffany, where I was just full of darkness, and and God completely changed my life. The Holy Spirit completely transformed me, and now instead of being consumed by darkness, I'm consumed by love, and I'm slaying the works of the devil. And that's exactly what's happening. Like the devil is terrified; he's absolutely terrified because the Holy Spirit lives inside of me, and um, you know I don't rejoice in the fact that that I have authority over demons, but I rejoice in the fact that my name's written in the book of life. And I want to tell you it's a, a good word, right I want to tell you a testimony that happened at work um, about a week or so ago. So my buddy he gets a 911 call, it's about two in the morning of these two females walking on the interstate on I 20. Okay. I wasn't a part of this call initially. So he goes and picks them up and they're wearing hospital gowns and carrying Bibles. So he asked them, like, what's going what's going on They They just start they you know, cause they're not from Grady, because if they are from Grady, they have wristbands. And they just said they said that they came from heaven and that God sent them there and their names were heaven.
0: Whoa. That's what they
2: said. So my buddy puts them in the back of the car and, you know, they're refusing to go to the hospital wherever they came from. We have no idea. And um, he said while they were in the back of the car, I wasn't out there for this. While they're in the back of the car, they just start praying and saying all these things. My buddy who's a Christian, he said he, he started getting really scared, like really uncomfortable about what they were doing in the backseat of the car. So he said he just took them to the nearest hotel and dropped them off because that's what we do. We take them to a place of safety. And uh, so he, he took them to the hotel and... 30 minutes later, he sees me on a call and he tells me what happened. He's like, man, McCure, I wish you were there, man. They were really freaking me out because he knows he's seen a lot of miracles that God has done on different calls. Like everyone on my watch knows that that God is real for the most part, you know, that that accept Jesus because they've seen his power like right. there. So he's telling me about it. And while he's telling me about him picking up these females, a 911 call comes up at the hotel. It's uh, right by Turner Field. And uh the call comes in saying these women are at the hotel and they're refusing to leave. He's like, "McCure, you got to come with me. You got to come with me. I don't know what's going on with these people, but you need to go." So I go with them. And, it's the uh, sequel of your yeah. of the first. So we go, I go to the hotel, and sure enough, they're standing in the lobby. And it's me, three other officers, the security guard of the hotel, and the clerk behind the desk. And there's two women standing in the lobby. They're wearing hospital gowns, carrying Bibles, and they're just they just keep saying that. You know, God sent us and you're all going to hell and you're gonna burn. And they just start saying all these things, all these things. Now, what is really happening, and you know, because remember, I talked about Ephesians 6 last Mm -hmm. time? Mm -hmm. This is why God kept saying Ephesians 6 to me over and over again, because he's putting me in the middle of spiritual warfare that's taking place every single day. So I immediately recognize that this is spiritual warfare. mm -hmm. And I see these people that are claiming they're from God and by them spreading this hate and all these different things, holding up their Bible, saying that their names are heaven and whatever the other lady said, they're basically sowing seeds of unfaithfulness and deception of who God really is into all these people's hearts that don't know God.
0: Through fear. Through fear, exactly.
2: They're claiming to know God, but they don't. So while they're talking about my father sent me, my father sent me, you know, I'm like, Spirit, what's going on here? So I'm looking, I'm thinking from 1 John chapter 4, it says to test the spirits. So I look right at her and I say, and I say, I say, who's yeah. your father? Who's your father? I said, is his name Jesus? And she couldn't say it. No, so oh. she yep. couldn't. She couldn't say the name Jesus. So I immediately knew it wasn't from God. Yeah. This spirit was masquerading, perverting, sure. uh, trying to be God, right, and claiming to be, and it's not. And couldn't even say Jesus. So I immediately recognized these as evil spirits trying to sow unfaithfulness in people. So as she's talking, she's just getting louder and louder, and I'm starting to get a righteous anger built up in me right okay i'm not just i'm not and i'm not mad at this woman i'm of mad at so. I'm, I'm talking immediately to the spirit yeah. so i see her and all these officers around me and i go and i take my hand and i'm going towards her head to place it on her head no 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 yeah this is for real this is, this is 100 true so i'm taking my hand and i'm going to put it on her head and as I'm about halfway there I go in the name of Jesus and I put it and I and before I can touch her head she grabs my wrist with both her hands throws it to uh, above her head and starts screaming she said, "Don't you touch me!" And she starts screaming. Oh, yes, this is this is
0: at a hotel in Atlanta.
2: In the lobby, yes, in the,
0: in the, in
2: the lobby at two in the morning. Yeah, oh, at two in the morning. Yeah, oh, two okay. in the morning. She grabs both my hands, throws it to the roof, and starts screaming because I'm trying, I'm I know this is an evil spirit on her, and I'm trying to cast it out. And so I just say, "In the name of Jesus," and I go, and she grabs me, and then she she like pushes off of me, and she backs up, and she goes, she goes she goes, you're just angry. You're demonic. Look at all your tattoos, blah, blah, blah. And what I knew, I know Satan's the accuser and he, she's trying to accuse me of all these things that I'm not because, and I already knew that was going to happen because that's what Mm. Satan does. He tries to deceive people and accuse people. So all these flaming arrows, so to speak, that she's throwing at me, accusing me, they're just bouncing off because I have a shield over me. (laughs) The Holy Spirit is in me and he's powerful. And 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 she goes out of nowhere. She starts throwing her hands in the air. She goes, cast spells, cast spells, cast. That's what she's yelling in the lobby. She's yelling this. She's yelling this. And I look at her completely unfazed. And I'm talking to the spirit attached to her. And I go, I know exactly who you are. I know exactly what you are. And you are not welcomed in the name of Jesus. Leave right now. She turns around, sprints out of the hotel room and down the street towards downtown sprints and the in the in the uh when it was over the officers look at me and they go dude what was that and uh it was what? it's all it's all captured on body camera it's all on body oh, camera seriously it's yeah. all yeah it's on but we wear body cameras it's all on video you know have
0: you, and, uh, have you gone back and watched it yet
2: many times oh yeah oh yeah. yeah oh you can't help but watch it so it doesn't end there it doesn't end there so so, just one of them, or both of them? took Both off? of them. Took both off. of them. The took, other one okay. was quiet. Okay. But the one was like the the ringleader. Okay. She yeah. Was sure. The one yelling. Now that now they took off sprinting towards downtown, and the security lady's like, "What if they come back?" I said, "Oh, they're not coming back. <laughs> they're not coming back. They are terrified of the name Jesus, and they are not coming back." And um, and it That's wasn't awesome. the it wasn't the women, but it was the spirit attached to the oh, women, sure. and it was a totally a spiritual spiritual thing. So I start I start um talking to my officers about what happened, you know, and we just start talking. I, I read first John chapter four to them. They're looking at these verses and my buddy's like, man, I'm a Christian. And I, be, I believe in, you know, I've heard about demons and stuff, but I've never seen it before. I say, well, now you just did. So I, I go back into the lobby, you know, we're talking about it for a while. And I go back to the lobby and I want to make sure the security guard and the, and the clerk are okay. Cause that was pretty wild. Sure. Oh That's not gosh. a typical thing you see, you know, going on every day. So the security guard, I'm talking to her and I was just like, you know, just speaking matter of factly and the officers are next to me. I was like, so basically what happened is there was a demonic spirit attached to that woman and I have the Holy Spirit and he lives inside of me and I have authority over them uh, because my name is written in the book of life and, you know, Jesus, my Lord. So basically I just told that demon to leave because before they couldn't get her to leave. The other officers were like, you need to leave. You need to leave. And she's like, I'm not leaving. You're going to have to arrest me. Like that type of thing. And I'm just letting them talk until I did the, you know, Mm -hmm. try to put my hand on her because it was just getting too much. And, um, the, the security guard lady, she's looking at us and all my officers got their, you know, arms crossed and I'm standing there just telling them about the Holy Spirit and demonic <laughs> and possession and stuff like that. And she goes, are you guys like the men in black or something? Like that was her response. Mm-hmm. Cause it was wow. like, it's like, she didn't understand. Like, cause, cause the officers, they've seen this stuff happen before on calls with oh, me. Yeah.
0: I bet officers they've, see this a lot more right. than everybody else.
2: Right. So, so, um, you know, that's what she said. I said, no, it's the Holy Spirit. So she went outside, and uh, and Spirit was just telling me to go pray for her. She was standing by herself. And I went, I went, hey, do you have any physical pain in your body, anything like that? And she just pointed to her chest. I said, what kind of pain you got? She said, I don't have physical pain. I have emotional pain. Oh. I, said, I said, do you know Jesus? She said, no, I don't. I said, well, I'm, I'm going to pray for you. And um, I don't want you to do anything. Just receive this prayer. I just want to pray for you. So I put my hands on her shoulders, and the officers are still watching. And I'm praying for her, and I just ask God to just pierce her heart with who he really is, heal her heart and fill it with his love. And just show her that he's real, he's tangible, he's not just a figment of someone's imagination, but he's really, you can actually talk to him face to face. Like you can, you can feel him, you can see him, you can taste him, you can mm-hmm. smell him. He's real, he's a real person, just as real as you and me. And I start praying for. Her, and I get done praying for her and she is just streaming in tears just completely broken down. She's like I can't cry. I'm on my work. I'm like you got five, six police officers here. You're fine. Keep crying. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, nothing's going to happen to Yeah. Yet. yeah. <laughs> so and I just said I said, "Have you ever I said, I want to give you the opportunity. Do you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior?" And she goes, "Yes, I do." And 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 I start leading her into a prayer and and right then and there she gives her life to jesus In that exact moment she gave her life to jesus she repented of her sins and said she wanted to lay down her life and follow him and she said earlier that morning she wanted to know if god was real and she had asked him for a sign that if he was real to show her that he's real because she she wanted that sign and basically what ended up happening was satan came in Right. And was trying to sow seeds of unfaithfulness and deception. And what happened was the Holy Spirit slayed him and she came into the kingdom in love. That's exactly exactly what happened. So, you know, stuff like that happens all the time. But that one just really uh, stood out to me. That was like a week or two ago. But. It was just, it was just so amazing because not only did she come into the kingdom, but all these seeds got planted and all these people that watched because it wasn't, I mean, there was a lot of people around, you know, and they're just seeing this happening. Like you can't, you can't deny what you just saw, you know, you just saw this lady mm-hmm. freak out when I said in the name of Jesus and run and, and, um, you know, another 911 call came up with those people in a different zone And, you know, that we don't respond to. But she was so far away that she would have had to sprint to get there in that time frame. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how fast they ran away from where we were. (laughs) (laughs) The the same people that were refusing to leave minutes earlier. But there is power in his name and that power is his love. Yeah, come on. And it's real. And it's real. And um, so it was amazing.
1: Chris, that is an amazing story. Mm. You know, it it makes me, uh, it keeps bringing back to memory that um, Bill Johnson always says, we owe the world an encounter Mm. with Jesus. Mm. Why? Because an encounter with Jesus, no matter what's happening and the people that are around, somebody goes... That's the kingdom I want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it might not Absolutely. be right then at that moment. It might those two ladies that hooked it, they are that is a seed that was sowed. Mm-hmm. And they because they had an encounter with Jesus and they just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. But somebody that day was I like they might have known it. I think they might have known it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they <laughs> knew his name, that's for sure. But this is <laughs> gonna uh, say it, but they knew it. Uh, for real. <laughs> but this is why. Like we owe the world an encounter with Jesus so they Mm -hmm. So they can see that he is good. Mm -hmm. So that's just, it kept, it just keeps coming back to my mind every time we Mm -hmm. we hear every one of these stories. So, what were you going to share, babe?
0: Mark 16 is coming to mind that these signs follow them that believe in my name, they'll cast out devils, speak with new and speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents and drink any deadly thing and it won't hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Mm -hmm. And just, we're going to take just a just a second. I know lots of folks are listening to this that love Jesus. No, nobody could, nobody would want to um, contest that we all love Jesus, the Bible says that these signs follow us when we love Jesus. And there's been such a disconnect in the yeah. body of Christ yeah. with just these beautiful things that Jesus does, setting people yeah. free and yeah. healing people. And there's been this it's sneaky so fib has come in about that those things are hokey. They're all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, It's not hokey. It's not right. smoke and mirrors. It's hope to the hopeless. Come on, Those ladies That's were good. knit together in their mother's womb. Jesus mm-hmm. loves them. And... Mm-hmm. There's help for them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this doubt. time, you know, the gal that you led to the Lord, absolutely. But everybody involved, there's hope in every single situation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. very often it looks like casting out demons. Mm-hmm. Very often it looks mm-hmm. like laying hands on people and seeing them healed. Mm-hmm. And so consider it an invitation, folks. There's not one right. hokey thing about it that's just not true. That's just a sneaky trick to keep us from being completely the fullness of God in right. Christ Jesus. Right.
2: And just something that you know, spirits taught me in regards to what you're talking about. I was reading the Bible one day, and it says in Acts 11:21, it says, uh, the, "the the the Lord's power was with them, and many people put their faith in Him." And I was like, "What is the Lord's power?" And it, and it's not just signs and wonders, even though that's a byproduct of being a son and a daughter. It's a byproduct, but it's it's just His love covering you. That's that's His power. And He was just telling me, like, I was like, "How come some people can under like." you know, can go out and pray for people and some people can't. Like, what Great is that? Question. And he goes, he says, uh, the Spirit's just ministering to him, and he says, the only thing that can limit my power is fear. And perfect love casts out all fear. <laughs> so he, what he's teaching me is once you get rid of the fear because you understand his love for you, He we love because he first loved us, once you can grasp his love for you you just overflow with love into other people and there is no fear absolutely no fear and there's nothing to limit God's power because you're going out you see someone hurt you're going to pray for them because Mm -hmm. you know God loves them you see someone that's uh, disillusioned and you don't just sit there and point out their sins or whatever but you put their hands on them and you tell them how much God loves you because he first loved us and and all the fear is casted out when you realize his perfect love for us and that was Mm -hmm. just such a revelation to me is is that fear's the only thing that limits his power, and, and, yeah. and that's what takes it away. Well, and yeah. that
0: pointing people sent out is actually because we're scared. We do mm. that because we're scared. Oh, yeah. When we see people that are possessed, those gals had some serious trouble, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm if we don't understand that we are wildly loved and that God did not leave us down here without power right. over demons. Right, right. So love, I mean, you always right. resolve everything back to love. Mm-hmm. No, I'm loved. I understand that yeah. I am so secure and they need to be too. Yeah. And then you just go at it.
3: Yeah. So spirit tends to teach Chris and I things parallel, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, God speaks to us all differently. And when he's talking about perfect love, casting out fear... I spoke about, last time I spoke about how our home was filled with darkness and you know, I finally was like, God, what do I need to do? What's the problem here? And he (laughs) said, Tiff, you need love. And why that was such a revelation is because I didn't recognize how much I was lacking in it, receiving it, giving it, recognizing it. And so um, I said, okay, turn me into love. Turn this into a house of love. And from that, It was just a recent revelation. He showed me, he gave me the nudge to go towards people who could release an anointing of love, but also the prophetic. And then he pointed me to Matthew 7 recently. And it's funny, of course, because this week's message at church, Blake pointed to Matthew 7, a verse Matthew 7. I'm like, okay, I get it. (laughs) You want me to recognize why Paul said, seek the higher gifts. I wish for you all to pray in tongues but more so to prophesy. Why? Because it's for the upbuilding of the church. So if anyone is deflecting prophecy, mm. you have to, of course, guard your heart, but you'll know what is true and what is false based on does it match up, is it al- in alignment with scripture? So you don't want to turn away the prophetic word, but you, of course, I, I wouldn't say don't guard your heart. I'm just saying recognize why Paul desires us all to be prophetic is because God first spoke through his people, Through them listening to his voice and obeying, Noah built an ark. I mean, he built an ark,
0: right? And he was not a sailor, and there had never been anything such as a boat. Mm. I mean, you know, pretty pretty
3: impressive.
0: Right. Pretty amazing.
3: So he's just showing me. I asked him to turn me into love, and he's showing me, step by step, you know, gifting me with giving prophetic word to anyone, strangers, people before I even meet them. And I go get my haircut, and I have prophetic word for her, and she's like, say what? but it's like this god is showing me how he wants me to love his people. And so now that verse makes sense to me where it didn't make sense to me before. This is the law and the prophets. Mm. The law is love the god love the lord your god all your heart mind soul strength mm. and love your neighbor as yourself. And the prophets, if a Best prophet's surprise. not coming from love, you know that it's false.
0: Oh my goodness. Mm. And that's the only reason anybody would ever reject prophecies right. if they had been, in, you know, exposed to prophecy right. that is scary again right yeah. Yeah, exactly but true yeah. prophecy is from rooted in because mm-hmm. heading towards you are loved mm-hmm. you are treasured you are valued yes. heaven has his eye on you mm-hmm. it'll yeah. always point you back to the foundation yeah.
3: your foundation is rooted and grounded in love that's where good, do you learn love from god that's good and if anyone's ever encountered someone saying no i don't want the word i don't want what prophetic word you have for me don't stop that doesn't mean to stop count that at, that's a blessing That's a blessing. That's Holy Spirit stretching your tent to understand. Love is only made complete when we receive it and give it out. If they receive it, I mean, that's up to them. That's not your fault. So, I mean, these are amazing revelations to me because, of course, it saddens me when someone doesn't want to receive it. But at the same time, I'm still planting a seed. God's word does not return void.
0: Right, right. And again, these seeds were planted, and those ladies, they'll come to know the Lord. My goodness. Yeah. That was a beautiful encounter. Speaking
2: of seeds, it just reminded me of something that happened at work that is completely parallel with with prophecy and and Jesus and and all these things. So I was at work. This was several months ago, and I saw this. uh, Respectfully, I call her a lady of the night, okay? Okay. Um, And, you know, you know what she's doing, how she's dressed, where she's standing. You know, it's pretty prevalent in South Atlanta. And, um, Mm -hmm. I see her and I pull up to her and she thinks I'm about to tell her to get off the corner or whatever, but instead God gave me a word about her. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) So I roll down the window and I said, I said, Hey, what's up? How you doing? She goes, good. I said, I said, you know what God thinks about you? And she goes, what? And she thinks I'm about to condemn her, Mm -hmm. but there's no condemnation in Christ. None. And, uh, instead the Holy Spirit speaks to me and, and he says, he sees you as like this, this flower that's blooming and bees are coming to get the nectar and they're spreading it and they're just spreading. And what it is, is it's God's love. And he just sees you as this beautiful flower. And it just spoke to her heart in such a way where she was just like, thank you. You know, thank you. And I was like, cool. I drove away. (laughs) And two months later, I see the same lady of the night walking down the street and she's with her friend. And I go, hey, how you doing? And you know, I was just like, you got any pain in your body? And she goes, yeah, I got arthritis in my foot. Same lady. And so the prophetic word was a seed that was planted, right? That mm-hmm. was a seed because she was touched by it. You know, oh, she yeah. her eyes were watering. And and I see her a couple months later, and she's like, yeah, I got arthritis in my foot. I said, well, let me get out and pray for you. She's like, okay. What so then? I get out of the car. I get on. I get on. I take a knee. I put my hand right on her foot, and I just I, I just start praying for her. I know that God loves her. I know that that you know he created her and i just i just prayed that that god would just make her foot brand new all the pain be gone and i started praying and she told me her pain was a 10 before i got done praying she said it was a 5 and i said okay we're going to pray again i said father god thank you for taking it from a 10 to a 5 I just command all this pain to be gone right now. And I got done praying for her. Her pain went to a zero. Mm-hmm. She started walking around and she's just like, oh my Come goodness, on. I can't believe this. I've had arthritis in my foot for <laughs> so long. I said, do you know why you're healed right now? She goes, no. I said, because Jesus loves you and he's revealing mm-hmm. himself to you. He's knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. The Lord's power was with them and many people put their faith in him. The Lord's oh, power Jesus. just touched her. And, and I said, I, I said, I'm not a salesman at all but I want to give you the opportunity to give your life to him right now. And it's, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, then he'll come and make his home inside of you. He'll mm-hmm. live there. He'll make you a new creation. He'll bring you into the light. And uh, I said, is that something you want to do? She goes, yes, that is something I want to do. Like she's like crying. And I'm like, all right, awesome. Let's do it right here. And mm-hmm. so right there, it's on Rockwell Street, Rockwell and McDaniel, if anyone knows that area. It's pretty rough, Rockwell Street at McDaniel Street. So I'm sitting there, and uh, I'm praying with her, and she just she gives her life to Jesus right there. Mm-hmm. And um, she comes into the kingdom in love again, in mm-hmm. love. And um, she gives her life to him. I haven't seen her on the streets since that day, so I don't know where she's at now, but I know that Jesus healed her. She gave her life to him, and now I don't see her on the streets uh, in the middle of the night waiting on the corner anymore. So it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah. but what, wow. but but it but it parallels what you were saying about, the prophetic oh, wow. word, br- yeah. the prophetic word being seeds, mm-hmm. and that's what it was at the time. I just gave her a prophetic word because that's what God told me to do. I yeah. wasn't trying to entice her to come into the kingdom, sell her or something. I just, I just knew that
3: mm-hmm. I
2: had a word for. Her. And then mm-hmm. several months later, it, the fruit came because um, her foot had arthritis in it, and mm-hmm. he healed her, and she came into the kingdom. Yeah, it was awesome. It was okay. awesome. Wow. Can, can I say something
1: <laughs> right here, real quick? Because I'm. <laughs> I'm listening to this, and
0: can you say something? You're uh, well, I, I, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm I'm listening to this, and and what um, what I'm hearing is that love is not what people have sold it as.
2: Right, right.
3: exactly. Those kind of, those kind of that.
1: That um, and and not to make too too much of what it isn't. I'd rather sit and talk about what it is. Yeah, exactly. and. And, a doubt, and and so what it is is somebody being being in a hurtful place for a long time mm-hmm. with pain in their foot, but a little a little seed of a word of saying God thinks you're amazing,
2: exactly, and
1: you're a flower. And then two months later, mm-hmm. oh, now you're healed. Love is love is not what other people have portrayed or what you have seen yeah. in mm-hmm. other places in in our main in a mainstream media or. Mm-hmm or or what a movie or what a show right. has tried to to exactly. show you what it is. Mm. What love is is man, it is going low.
2: Yes. Low, yes, yes
1: love yes. is going low and saying you across from me are what's most important mm. and Jesus wants all mm. of you. Oh yeah. And so when I hear these stories, I think, "Oh god, he's he, when when the when the sons and daughters are being revealed. Yes love yes. is actually the real love mm-hmm. is actually being shown Absolutely. and it's the person of Absolutely. jesus that, it been, that it's been promised to us in the holy spirit that fills in us that is just longing mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get out yes. Yeah, and so I, I i hope that i hope that makes sense so so really i mean Please, when, when you are hearing these words and you are hearing these stories, it is an invitation mm-hmm. that you can be the real love mm-hmm. to, the, to a lost and dying world. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's not to say, and, and, and I mean a lost and dying system mm-hmm. that God is saying, I want to redeem it. Mm-hmm. And I have redeemed it with my son. How are you going to do it? What's your part? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just accept it. <laughs> so, um, so when we were talking about that too, and, and I just love how you guys are just your lives are working in tandem. Yeah. So yeah, when amazing. you come home and you hear these stories, oh, wow. like one, like what's your reaction, and then two, what's the implementation in your family? Like, I want to hear how that's expressed with your kids. Oh well. I, I know that's a two part <laughs> question. Oh, no, no, so, no, no. so, we're so go for to it. Talk about it. it. Yeah. Love so go for that. Go, go ahead. Okay, that. Man, go
3: ahead. <laughs> so. You all know I was, I used to be a police officer with Chris. We were partners for a little while. So I already knew how he policed, and it's very different from today. (laughs) Very different. Very different. I I did not know God back then. He would purposefully get in a fight every night, (laughs) you know, just completely different. Now he's working, you know, through the power of the Holy Spirit, bringing people to Christ like he's he's relating to you. But um, so when he comes home and he shares these testimonies with me, I just am like, yay, Jesus, because my outcry was for Chris to come into God's purpose for him because it was so hard for me to watch him go through such despair and anguish that he experienced last September through November. It was so hard. Mm -hmm. And I had to remember that I had this prayer, like, what does he look like fully following you? And God showed me, but I didn't hold on to the image because I was like, oh. Well, yeah, anybody would look like that. I think that's what I thought. But he showed me Chris walking in such power, unparalleled to anyone around him. And it was just really powerful, just Mm. the image of light and love he was exuding to this place that I knew very well, because I used to police there, too. Very dark. And everywhere he went, he was a beacon of hope to the lost and hungry for Love, just the lost and broken. And that's what he's stepping into. And it just brings such joy to my heart. Such joy. And how it's implemented in our family. And so, I mean, Jesus gave me a word on our children that I just hold close to my heart um, about him raising them, not me. And so the first thing he showed me was, you need to listen to me when you're disciplining them. I was always disciplined out of frustration. I didn't know what it looked like. So when they're super, which doesn't happen often, they don't get spanked often. But now it's not like spanking, go to go to the timeout. It's like spirit tells me what's appropriate. And to some people it might sound a little wacky, but I mean, he is raising our children so much so that, you know, Caden, our son, he knows daddy's going out to help people. He's not gun and badge guy. He's the helper executing God's righteousness. Oh, oh, come on. And so Caden says amazing things. And I'm like, babe, I'm like, Chris, is he Holy (laughs) Spirit-filled? Because, I mean, this kid, we're coming home from church a couple weeks ago, and he started this gnarly tantrum. It started in church, carried through the parking lot. He's not a tantrum kid. He doesn't throw tantrums in public. So I'm like, what is wrong with that? What happened in there? (laughs) And so it's carrying on and continuing on like... Three, four minutes to our ride home. I give him a snack, and then you hear, 30 to 60 seconds after he starts consuming his snack, he says, I'm sorry for my behavior. I was just hungry. What? what? Yeah, How old is he? He's three and a half. <laughs> it was awesome.
2: Whoa. I look at
3: Chris and I said, Holy Spirit, fill him. Because <laughs> I mean, conviction, for one. Well, an understanding. understanding. Yeah. And it was Whoa. prophetic because everyone's hungry and has a bad attitude without Jesus. <laughs> it Beautiful. was amazing. Beautiful. And this is, what, this is what Jesus is showing me, the manifestation of me releasing control of them and just letting him raise them. Yes, I'm their authority, but I'm not their controller. And that was a profound revelation, too. Justin Stockman spoke about it recently at Bethel Life and about family. And they definitely, I felt my heart adjusting in a way that night because we need to glean from this family environment the way we have been and just... Oh, just welcome the opportunity to love others in a family setting because yes. we missed it our whole lives. Yeah. And Kaden just says these amazing things. Yeah, he
2: really does. Last yeah. n- last night I was putting him to bed and uh, and I put I just put my head on his chest and I was just singing some some spiritual songs. I was singing. I was singing there's power in the name Jesus. And I just put my head on his chest. I was putting him to bed. I was like, there's power in the name Jesus. I'm just singing my my son Kaden. He puts his hands both in the air and he just says, "Come, Holy Spirit, come." Oh, and I, my heart, is that? I said, I said, buddy, I I'm said, done. I said, buddy, what did you just say? He said, "Come, Holy Spirit, come." I said, <laughs> I said, oh my goodness, I just singed even louder, <laughs> <laughs> I sang even louder, and, yes, and it was yes. just so awesome. And, and man, I'm just so thankful that that God has he's plucked us from the fire, oh, and, completely and, plucked and, us, and just. Pulled us out of the But darkness. he showed us how just
3: to sanctify our home. Yeah. I want to mention it because it's not all like we have to walk in obedience, Yeah, you know. And he showed me to take some books that weren't just books that talk about magic or books that talk about, you know, threw them away. Santa Claus, he's thrown away because he's a lie. We have no <laughs> lies. Like, seriously. And I'm not condemning people who bl- yeah. I'm just no, saying he told me to out. do that. Yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta walk, walk, it. walk it out so, and you have to right. the Lord. Yeah. And so, sanctifying the home and, you know, my children, I mean, they know Spider-Man's not real, kiddo. Like, Jesus is real. And you have more power in you than any of those superheroes heroes could ever possess. Oh, well. They So, we feed them a steady diet of truth and, mm-hmm. This is this is just what I'm saying. It's my conviction of heart. Like I have to keep my home sanctified to release truth to them for as long as they're with me.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's and good. and I just wanna be clear, like that that's that's our personal conviction. Right. You know, right. Spirit tells everyone different things and, and, mm-hmm. and if and if that's what you're into watching, you know, what, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> like that's I'm not saying that's against, you know, God or anything. I'm just saying for us personally, our story, mm-hmm. that's what spirit convicted us of.
0: Mm-hmm. And we
2: just wanna hear him and obey him and we just you know, we want to guard our heart, guard our mind, and and let nothing come into us that isn't from him. Yeah. And that's right. just something he put on us as yeah. a family. Right.
0: Good for you so. guys. No, it's a happy, happy truth. We are all walking this thing out with a very real person. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. With fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. All of us. So I mean, you just walk it out with Jesus and mm-hmm. there's not there's not like this rock solid right and this rock solid. Right, I mean, right, there right. are in some things, but mm-hmm. not Santa Claus. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but you just hear the Lord and you just just obey him. It's all mm, in the obedience. Right. Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You guys wrap up the gospel for us. When I say gospel, your heart, well, I know your heart is exploding. But give a gospel message when you uh, to people that are listening.
2: Yeah. Ooh. If I if I could wrap up the gospel in two words, it would be love story. Uh, Mm -hmm. Um, just God's perfect love for us from the beginning of creation that he, not only he, he created us so he could love us, you Mm. know, but not only that, but once we messed up the plan, he fixed it by coming and dying for us so that we could be restored to perfect relationship with him. And, and, and love is the foundation of the gospel. If God, first John four, eight, God is a definition of love. And if you don't love others, you don't really know God. That's what it says. If mm-hmm. you don't love other people, you don't know God because He first loved us. And and that's how right. that's how I would wrap up the gospel is yeah. that just God's love for us setting us free to, to truly understand his love for us and mm-hmm. overflow our love into other people. And it just changes everything. Yeah. Everything.
3: So I can't say it better than that. I'll just run <laughs> alongside of it and say, you know, the gospel is Jesus laid the precedence already. There's nothing we need to work into our Mm -hmm. system or nothing we need to come up with. He obeyed the voice of God. He was baptized. He didn't even need to repent. He was sinless. Mm. He was baptized, and so he walked in faith. Faith released revelation. Revelation released anointing. Anointing released the glory. He laid the precedence, and it's amazing to walk in Jesus. Just abide in him. That's all that is necessary. Abide in him as he abides in you and explode with everything Jesus.
0: That's mm. perfect. <laughs> you guys. Oh my goodness, Chris and Tiffany McCure. You guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for just living so beautifully yeah. that we <laughs> can see. Yeah. And thank you for coming on to BA chats. A you guys pleasure. are just yeah, a blessing to, to us. Here. We yep. love you. We love you, yep. we love you guys. Yeah. We love you you guys. have an open invitation to share all wonderful stories, okay. revelation no, at all great, times. Great. You just let us know. Yeah, <laughs> okay. sounds great.
1: Exactly. Sounds so great. thank you guys so much for coming. Thanks for listening to BA chats. Yeah. You know, um, the reason why we do this, and the reason why we have BH chats, is that so people can share their testimonies, and that the word testimony means to do it again. God, mm-hmm. this right here in this conversation, this mm-hmm. BH chats, is an invitation for you to have a similar experience. God wants to meet you face to face. He mm-hmm. wants to express His love and goodness to you. And so this is your invitation every single time that you hear a BA chat. And you know Mm. what? Give somebody else the invitation. Mm. Share. Hey, go to the app. Download it. Go to Test Tell somebody Mm. else so they can have the opportunity to have the experience as well. Mm. It
0: can't be said enough that, I mean, what you're hearing from Chris and Tiffany that's Mm. so beautiful and exciting and wonderful are people that Jesus has made fully alive and is Mm. making fully alive. That's a great way to say that. So So he absolutely, for all of us, all the time, he's got so much life. He has got life. I mean, just eternities of Mm. life in all directions Mm. for all of us. And so, again, consider yourself just invited into just full, happy living with Jesus, powerful Mm. living with the Holy Spirit. Yes. (laughs) Yes, 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 So make
1: sure that you're tuning in to the, to the BA Chats and tell everybody else about BA Chats yeah. too so we can just keep continuing to share this good news all of the time.
0: Well, we love yeah. you guys and Jesus loves you too.